Hey everyone, uh, really quick, just uh, heads up on the episode, there was some clipping coming in from Jacob's mic during the first half of this episode, uh, but we caught it about 15 minutes of the way through our recording session, uh, so it's not for the entirety of the episode, but at the beginning you will notice some clipping in the mic whenever he speaks, uh, but it goes away quite soon, uh, and the rest of the episode sounds fantastic. So thank you for bearing with us and uh, enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Episode five. Here we are. Uh, let's get right into it. Is Jacob here? Uh, Jacob's here. Uh, what about you, Adam? Hello. Connor, I think he didn't show up today, or... Are you there? What? Wait, what? Oh, oh he just he got in. Hey, buddy. You made it just in time. Sorry, I've just been hiding behind the your recliner, Seth. I've actually been in the room the whole time. Oh, yeah, you're right over there. I see you now. Making eye contact. Creepy. <laughs> um, okay, uh, let's get into it. Uh, just really quick recap. Basically, uh, the guys decided to side with Gilbert and save his uh, granddaughter, um, Marley, and they chose that path instead of saving the King of Orem. Uh, the greeters, specifically Stretch, didn't like that, and uh, they ended up killing him, and they escaped. So sad. Then you guys went to Gilbert's mansion uh, on the northeast side of Orem. I think I said northwest before. I apologize. It's northeast. I don't know my directions. But... Um, Gilbert uh, there uh, showed you the grand treasure clue, which was a piano key, which magically sinks into anything it's on and plays a note. Um, also, you got to meet Marley, who's his deaf granddaughter, and she's live. And also Paige is a nightmare. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Zippy hates her. Yeah, she's the worst. Even Jacob hates her. <laughs> <laughs> Even real life Jacob hates her. Um yeah, and we ended off with you guys waking up. So here we are, more the next the morning after, uh, in Gilbert's mansion. Uh, you guys actually slept in quite late. You had a pretty rough day in the monkey uh, dungeon, so you slept in, and it's about eleven a.m., so almost noon. <sighs> what do you want to do? Zippy knocks on Normandy's door. Knock knock. Uh, come in. <laughs> Hello. How was your sleep, Norman? Uh, it was great. I didn't even have a dream. It was, I slept so deep. So like you, like a baby. You realize it's like 12 noon right now. The sun is high in the sky. What? Oh my gosh, think about all the deals we've missed. Early, like, first bird, early bird specials. No. I, I don't know anything about those. I was just I was just saying how lazy you were. Um, I, 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 know it, I know it seems like I, I slept in as well, but honestly, I just got lost in the, the huge bed. I'm just used to little burrows. Actually, Zippy, you look, uh, <laughs> Zippy, you look a little shaken. Are you, did you have any dreams? Oh, I must have just not combed my hair this morning. Oh, give, give, give me a second. I'll be back. Five minutes. I guess you could say he's having a bad hair day. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was good. pretty good. That's actually pretty Great. good. That I think we're going to end the podcast. We're done. <laughs> we're going home. Normandy just says that to himself, and he's like really happy with it. He thinks he's pretty much like hit it out of the park, and he's just going to like feel good all day because of it. 
<laughs> uh, yeah, Z- Zippy had hopped away. Darian, after waking up, went straight downstairs and uh, uh, requested some breakfast. Okay, uh, Darian, as you go down the winding staircase into the lobby, you make your way to the kitchen on the first floor. And uh, in there, you see uh, Gilbert, uh, Marley, and Paige. Paige is wearing a bag over her head again with the eye holes cut out and a mean face drawn on. Um, But they're all sitting at the breakfast table, and they're just eating some snacks. And uh, Gilbert says, oh, uh, Darian, uh, good good morning or good almost afternoon, I guess. Uh, Would you like something to eat? Oh, yes, that would uh, be wonderful. By the way, Paige, that's a great look for you. Um, anyway, uh, could I, uh, get some, let's see, what am I feeling today? Uh, yeah, I'll take, uh, some raw buck, uh, with, uh, a side of some broken up cauliflower, please. Um, yeah, you ask that, uh, and out of the, one of the doors, you expect the butler Joey to come out, uh, but actually a different guy comes out, and it's this half-orc with a curly mustache and, and gray skin, uh, and he says, Mm, yes, sorry, could you say that again? Uh, I'd love to hear that order. Uh, by the way, I'm the new butler here. Uh, my name's James. Uh, Gilbert says, oh, you, oh yes, this, this is James. Uh, we just hired him this morning. I, I thought we'd need an extra hand around here since we have more guests. Uh, have you two met before? And James looks dead in your eyes and just goes, mm, no, I've never <laughs> met this man before. <laughs> No, so I'm, cool. no, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we have actually. No, <laughs> no, I'm, no, I'm. I you look that I recognize that mustache anywhere. Actually. How about no, Darian? You and I go to the meat cellar, and you can pick out the the best cut you would like. Right. You're right, now. and then we can catch up on old times. You're right. All right, let's go. Does anyone know where the floss is? I have it. Two huge <laughs> teeth. I need some floss. Joey is running up there, and he's like, Zippy, it's in the top cupboard. Just look in the back left. I'm extremely sure. I can't see anything. Can I come in, or is that, I don't know. Uh, Just help me. I don't. (laughs) Okay. And Joey goes in the room to to help Zippy with his floss. Um, I go downstairs, uh, and I, I, is Gilbert still in the kitchen? Yep. Okay, I sit down, and I say, Gilbert, I was thinking about something that I want to run by you. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Go, go ahead. What, what would you like? All right, listen. Need? Um, we agree that Paul was amazingly inept. Uh, well, at least too inept to get that amulet on his own. And talking with Darian last night, we realized that he uh, was given that amulet by someone. Mm, I think that's a reasonable explanation, yes. My question is, why? And I think... That when we go to Orem today, we need to... Well, because if you think about it, he gave... Someone gave that amulet to Paul, and it resulted in none of the Greedas being in the city. And it makes me think that maybe someone gave that amulet to Paul to get rid of the Greedas for some reason. I didn't think about that. Did you think about that, Seth? Eh? No, Seth did. Um, <laughs> Seth thought about it. <laughs> Gilbert didn't. Mm, yes, I didn't think about that. Um, no, uh, I, I think that's a great plan, Normandy. I think, I think we should look more into this. I think we're, we need to get more of a bigger picture about what's going on. You seem uh, to get a lot of... Um, you seem to have a reputation around you, uh, surrounding you around here, and uh, I'm relatively 
we're not really well known. Um, I'm wondering if you can help us in this manner. Yes, yes, I can. We can meet some people. Uh, we can start making connections, get some networking done. Well, you um, know, they say it's not what you know, but who you know, you know? Oh, I know. Oh. Wink. <laughs> <laughs> I catch it and put it in my um, While you're at the, the dinner table, um, Marley looks at you and, like, gives a little wave. Uh, and Paige is, like, kind of trembling. Uh, she's sitting across from you at the table, but she is, still has her bag on her head. Is the bag, like, trembling? <laughs> yeah, it's, like, shaking. Um, I, I kind of wave to Marley with a warm smile. And then I say, Paige, if that's really who you are under there, why don't you come out and join us? Eat some breakfast. By the way, uh, Gilbert, I'll have uh, two eggs over easy with bacon, please. Joey, you heard him. I, I didn't hear anything. I'm still in here with Zippy. Hey, I, NPC! Bacon and eggs! I don't wear pants anyways. There's no need to just hang out by the door. I just can't look at you if you're not wearing pants. Okay. Help! I need someone <laughs> else. Um, uh, but Paige looks at you and just, like, she replies. She's like, no, no, Paige. I'm... She's, like, much more quiet now instead of the usual rambunctiousness she had earlier. But uh, she just says, I'm not Paige. I'm... I'm the masked master of uh, mass man, mano uh ruler of all maybe uh, and then she's just really like nervous and anxious in front of you oh um but oh. <laughs> anyways cut we're with uh darian now uh with james in the meat cellar you're in like a cold locker in the basement of the mansion and you can see all these like really big legs of cows and stuff like strung up to the ceiling and cut oh wow oh that looks quite delicious actually hmm Yes, very delicious. <laughs> All right, James. So, 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 tell me, how'd you, how'd you end up here? You know, I haven't, I haven't seen you for a, a couple days since, uh, well, you know, the raid happened. So, well, how'd you get here? Ixnay on the raid, Snay. I don't in front of Gilbray. I don't think you've done any of that pig Latin, right? But uh, that's all right. Um, <laughs> wh- why, why are you, uh, why are you hiding it so much? I don't understand. Well, think about it. We just attacked some people going to Orem. I don't want to get found out that I was associated with those bandits. By the way, I just want to keep my butlering job since I'd lost it. I think you recall my my backstory from the Talking Rock scene was that I was an ex-butler and I got kicked out and all my family's dead. Uh, I, I I recall. I recall. Anyways, let's just pretend that this is a fresh... Start, okay? And could you tell your friends the same? Um, actually, if I'm being completely honest, they're both a little bit of loose cannons, so the likelihood of them finding out in the next couple minutes is is quite probable. Um, so I mean, I probably won't say anything, and I can try and let them know, but, you know, they can be a little unpredictable if I'm, you know, that no. I'll do my best. Um, yeah, but on in return... I just expect, you know, some exceptional service while we're staying here. Oh, barnacles. <laughs> Fine. Yes. Uh, I guess I am your butler as well now. Oh, thank you, James. I greatly <laughs> appreciate it. Okay, let's go back. By the way, pick whatever meat. Uh, yeah, I, I look for some, uh, some good uh, venison uh, on the rack. That's beef. But okay, the venison's <laughs> over there. Here. <laughs> I, I hope uh, James becomes like a cult 
favorite amongst like everyone listening games. <laughs> you better. Awesome. Um, okay, you guys head back upstairs. Um, all right, Darian and James, you guys are going upstairs. Uh, and Zippy, I assume you're at the breakfast table now, or Zippy's making his entrance downstairs. All right, uh, this is this is all in Zippy's head. Um, <coughs> um, here I here. No, I'm shutting downstairs. Here I go, everyone. I'm coming downstairs. I've freshened up. I would like a house salad with green on top. Every like shaved greens. Anything green goes for me. Uh, I, I lettuce works absolutely that sounds so nice uh, okay i'll whip that up real quick wait a second joey runs wait, off wait why is the dog at the table oh <laughs> oh <Jesus>. normandy laughs <laughs> normandy laughs <laughs> it, Good it's, one, just, uh. it's just sitting right there with its hands on it it's getting it all dirty i thought i thought we locked her up last night marley uh is reading your lips and she's just silently chuckling Paige looks at you, and you can see the holes through the bag. Like, her eyes go, like, angry eyes. Uh, and she jumps off uh, the chair, takes the bag mask off, and you see, like, a wrestler mask on t- like that was underneath <laughs> the bag mask. And now she's just, like, like walking around, like, tangoing with you, just, like, ready to pounce on you. It's like, oh, yes, my rival, the bunny man. Good to see you. Hope you have a terrible day. How did she even learn to talk like this? Who taught her? I lean over Gilbert to Gilbert. Up. I lean over Gilbert and I say, "Look at her children playing. It's great to have family reunions." Children? <laughs> oh, come on, Zippy. We better get ready to go. What, what are you talking about? I'm, I am, I'm way stronger than you. I'll arm wrestle you right now. <laughs> uh, well, so I like... <laughs> accept that challenge. Not uh... you. Get away. I. So, can someone get the leash on this thing? <laughs> she. Okay, uh, she's going to jump and try and put you in a grapple. Um, yeah, she, uh, she missed. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, goes, she jumps at your neck, and you just duck, Zippy, and she goes falling over and just, like, does a somersault on the ground and oh. hits her head on one of the statues. Can this get, can, <clears throat> can this get any, th- any more pathetic? Can we just, like, put this, this thing away, please? I understand you're trying to... To make uh, your little pet do tricks here, Gilbert, but it's not working for me. It's just shameful, really. Oh, oh I'm boy. sorry. I'm sorry, Zippy. Paige, stop bothering Zippy, please. Oh uh, my god. Just stop. And she's just like, you'll never control me. At least and it then answers she's... to calls. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Brutal. Um, she's running in circles in the lobby, uh, and then all of a sudden, while she's doing that, you hear the doorbell ring. And Paige freezes, and then she's just, like, slowly crawls up to the door, looks through the peephole, and you just hear her go, Is it oh, the mailman? No. Worse. <laughs> and then she runs. She runs into the backyard. Um, but there's a doorbell. I look uh, over at, at Gilbert, and I, sit, and I raise my eyebrow, and I say, Were you expecting someone? Uh, no, actually, but I think I might know who it is. Can I go please get the door, me. please? Sure, Zippy. That would be really helpful. All right. Uh, I'm going to need someone to boost me to the doorknob. I'm a little short, please. James, <laughs> I, one more thing, James, just before we join the room. How how did you get into Orem? It turned into a little bit of a, a crap show there. Okay. You want to hear real talk? Uh, give me the... Honestly, just give me the quick and dirty. I don't need the the long story. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yes, um... I uh, was hiding under a carriage, uh, and 
the Golden Guards came in and they started flooding in the chasm. Uh, the people were fighting back and some were dying. A golden guard died really close to my carriage, so I snuck him under and I put on his clothes and then I kind of like blended in the whole way. Pretty cool, huh? Can I make an insight check on that? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, that's 13. Uh, it doesn't seem very believable considering it's James. Yeah. Man, I bet he killed like 100 people and blackmailed. He is like <laughs> super sketchy, man. James, I, I'm sorry. You, you're trying to tell me that you put on a full set of gold plate armor underneath a carriage in the middle of a of this whole scenario. I, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't believe you. What actually happened? Okay, I didn't, I didn't rappel down the rope. I just hid behind a tree until everything was just over, and then I went in the chasm <laughs> and I found one on the ground. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, no, that's fine. I, I didn't need anything particular. I just wanted to know the truth. Hmm truth i think i think there was a bell though so we should probably go back upstairs yes let's um uh Um, i i've got the door everyone uh, since no one came to help me uh, i i'll just jump and grab the doorknob it's all right oh yeah zippy you can jump like 100 feet by the way guys (laughs) this is james definitely never met james before it was just a miscommunication we have never we have absolutely never met this james before this is a new we went through so much trouble before no zippy i'd say common common uh, confusion i was confused as well totally new james it seems totally like you're new confused person. darian because no. we've definitely james, met how this did you get away before. from all those soldiers? no normandy i i know it's i know what you're thinking it's uh no it's a different different james i think it's a distant relative they just look is similar. this is this new because of the raw meat you ate darian that you're confused about who this man is because it's clearly james he talked to, he gave us this whole backstory look i've been eating raw meat all my life and never had an issue look that's besides the point different totally different totally different person right guys and darian like really badly winks at them oh, is your eye okay darian uh, it seems like it's a little broken right now let yeah. me answer the door and then we'll, we'll we'll just see see if you're okay it's nice to see you again james that's so if he opens uh, the door james just whispers barnacles <laughs> and then uh gilbert looks at him and he's like uh james let's talk later okay mm, yes <laughs> we definitely um, just got him fired man <laughs> gilbert uh, Great job, I'll, 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 I'll i can i can explain it's a misunderstanding um Zippy's anyways Zippy opening the door, the door. <laughs> and you finally open the door the bell kept ringing by the way and you open the door and you see this little human boy uh, wearing a wetsuit and he uh, just like little boyish face with brunette hair and it's like all wet. He looks soaked, but he's wearing a wetsuit and over like his chest on the top right part of the wetsuit, it says uh, PP on it. Uh, um, Gilbert, are you taking any more pets? Uh, no. Uh, why? Is there a stray animal at the door? Uh, Zippy slams the door. Nope. No animal out there. Just nothing. Must have been a few pranks. <laughs> you hear the doorbell ring again. Uh, the doorbell <laughs> rings again. And Gilbert's like, uh, okay, I'm coming over. Um, and he comes over and he opens the door next to you. And you see the kid. And he's like, hi, uh, I, uh, Gilbert, it's, uh, it's me, Bradley. And uh, I'm here to see Paige, my uh, wife. Uh, uh, geez, what? Jeez, 
Bradley, no, stop I coming back, over here. I lean back from my place in the kitchen or the dining room, so like kind of like tilting my chair back, and I look through the entryway and I to check with this boy. Yeah, you see the the wetsuit wearing boy, um, and yeah, he's just at the doorway looking forward, and he says. Uh, if you could, uh, I would really like to be invited inside. Uh, I, I kind of play by vampire rules. Uh, Gilbert's like, mm, no, sorry, and he closes the door. <laughs> Thank you, Gilbert. We've already got enough ruffians around here. Gilbert, who was you that? S- uh, just a, uh, just some kid, Bradley. Uh, he's in love with Paige. It's weird. How does she uh, feel about him? She uh, hates him, <laughs> but, but he uh, loves her. It's it's very. Troublesome. I'm pretty sure she hates everything. Actually, you might be right. She's a uh, yeah. We got to work on that. Um, what does she but, keep, uh, Gilbert? What does she keep calling herself? She's like the shadow something, or what is that? Uh, she's just playing characters. She just plays pretend. I I try not to get too involved. Uh, Humor me. Yeah, I don't really get it e- as well. My Humor. my my theory is that she hates being herself so much that she desperately wants to be anything else. Uh, Marley comes over and looks at Zippy and goes like, shakes her head no, and then she does some sign language, and then uh, Gilbert says, "No, uh, I think Marley's saying it's just insecurities, and you know she wants to be something she's not or something like that." You would know a lot about insecurities, wouldn't you, Marley? Boy name. She sticks out her tongue at you, um, and then goes back to her seat at the table. Oh, that was um, pretty savage, Zippy. I must say, I've just had a rough morning. Clearly, you see in the windows now—the window that you were looking out, Normandy. Uh, Bradley's just staring through it now and just looking at you, and he's mouthing like, "Open the door, invite me in." I use thaumaturgy to throw my voice to come to sound behind him. Yeah, and say. Leave this place until Paige seeks your company. <laughs> he hears that, and then he says, No, that won't work for me. <laughs> what a little creepo. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Wow, okay, well then, I just shrug. All right. Here, and Gilbert, I do you want me to handle this? Here, I've got this. And Darian draws his sword and starts walking towards the door. Whoa, Finally, oh he's going to use his sword for something interesting. Okay. Uh, you go to the door, you open it, and Bradley's out there, and he's, still, he's at the door now again. He's like, Hello, could you invite me in? Um, Bradley, you need to leave. You're, uh, you're bothering this estate, and I am holding this sword in here, and I would uh, rather not want to use it today. I just cleaned it last night. So if He you never mind... hits anything. He never hits anything. He always misses. You don't even have to be afraid. Wow, thanks for throwing me under the bus on that one, Normandy. <laughs> I'm chuckling. <laughs> Bradley, if you would, please. <laughs> um, how about we make a bet? You want to make a bet? Ooh, I um, love gambling. No, I, I'll I'll make a bet. I bet I won't let you in this house, and you should leave shortly before I kick you off the stairs. Oh, come on! I'll you do it. a little I'll bet. Do it. You have hold. You have three seconds. Three. I want to do it. He said he'll do it. Two, I hear he's saying he'll do it. One. Darius, it, stop! I want to do it. <laughs> I kick him off the stairs. <laughs> okay. Uh, roll to hit. It's not sorry, like non-lethal. Let me. I'm just trying to like. Yeah, I know. I won't do damage. I'm just seeing if you hit him or not. Natural twenty. <laughs> he's dead. Oh, that's uh. Is that, uh, am I just adding my proficiency, or what am I, hold on, is that, is it like an unarmed strike, is that how we're classified? Yeah, unarmed, yeah. Uh, in that case, that is only an eight. <laughs> uh, you try to Spartan kick this boy off the steps, uh, and he 
uh, dodges to the side, and he says, now that's not very nice. And I would know. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I was, nice. I was straightforward with you on this one. I told you exactly what I was going to do if you didn't do it, and you were the one who tried to ignore me. I try and kick I him walk again. Up. Oh, okay. Wait, Normandy, what are you doing? I walk up and I, if unless he's already kicked, but if he hasn't, I put my hand on his shoulder and I say, now Darian, relax. He's probably just selling cookies or something. Brad, is it Brad? Yeah, it's Bradley. What's this wager? Okay. Uh, I'm glad you asked. How about you play me in a one-on-one pyre pitch game? What is that? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? You don't know what pyre pitch is? That laugh was so ominous. I'm having like serious second thoughts. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm not from here. I don't know what that is. Oh, come on, man. It's pyre pitch. Everybody plays pyre pitch. All right. So, you know, just so I know what it is, but just so Darian knows, why don't you explain it as if you're explaining it to a really small child? Uh, so just so he understands the game. Yeah, truth be told, I actually don't know what it is. So sure. What? Thanks, Gilbert, you need new servants. Um, okay. I am uh, real no quick. servant, but continue. Nor am I, you foolish boy. I almost said something else. Um, okay, here's the rules. Uh, so there's a huge unlit pyre in the center of a football field. There's two teams of three players each, uh, and you got to ignite the pyre in the center uh, with either your flame color of red or blue. You have a whacker with a baseball bat, and his sole job is to play offense. But basically, you got to beat the other team's whacker. Uh, after that, you also have to hit the lit gorb into the sticks. And then the uh, other two are divers, and they have to go into their own pools and jump into it. It's random which pool is which because you might get in the path of victory or the path of denial. If you're in the path of victory, you got to get the flea flame. Then you get the flea flame, you got to bring it above ground and then Hold start on. making Hold the on. where's the pitch? Brad, where's, where's the pile that we got to light? It's in the middle! And then Is as it... he's explaining this very complicated game, um, uh, you hear a window upstairs open, and you see uh, Paige stick her head out and just yell, Bradley, go away! And um, Bradley stops mid-explanation, uh, backs up, and then he pulls a rose out of his wetsuit where you don't know where he was keeping Ugh. that. <laughs> it was really weird. Uh, but then he gets down on one knee and he's like, Oh, Paige, I have come for your hand once more. I am in love with you. Please answer my call. And then, uh, uh, and Paige just goes, Bradley, no! Zippy, go get him! Or Darian, or Norman. Please! Wait, does she not like me? <laughs> Did you say that out loud as Norman? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Hey, d- does Paige, Paige, d- yeah, does Paige not like me? Uh, Paige is getting embarrassed, and she closes the windows and hides inside. What the heck? And Bradley goes, Bradley walks up to you with the fury of a thousand men and grabs you by the collar. <laughs> well, really, it's like your belt, because you're on uh. the, like, he's a small child. And he's like, do you say Paige doesn't like you? Then I don't like you. I pick up Bradley. Ah! <laughs> you pick him up. And, Let uh... me go! <laughs> I'm just a little boy. Yeah, I'm aware. And then I do, like, a big heave-ho and just, like, toss him away. <laughs> okay. Uh, you toss him, and he actually goes really far, because you're actually really strong, Darian. <laughs> uh, and he just goes, and it's like, we're blasting off again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he goes, and he, like, rolls over, like, the fence between the, the circle, like, driveway and the and the house. And he goes over the fence, and he, like, rolls, uh, and he's like, ugh. Okay, fine, I'll give up today, but I will be back! Best of luck. Mark my... 
Best of luck, Bradley, oh. and I close the door before he finishes his line. Mark my words! Bradley's, yeah. <laughs> Bradley's gone. Uh, okay. Can you two get back in here and eat your breakfast? It's just been sitting in here all alone, and it's getting so cold. Oh, your lettuce is getting cold. Oh, yeah, venison. Uh, my lettuce is preferably cold. <laughs> <laughs> I sit down. Um, I sit down, yeah. and I kind of make like a casual hand gesture I say so Gilbert we're going to Orem and are you coming with us uh yeah I, I would love to join I'll, sh- I'll show you around the city and uh it will shop around get some supplies and uh I think we said we wanted to investigate the key some more there right that's right and I'd like for at least if you and I you guys are welcome to join us as well Darian and Zippy about looking into this amulet that we found and why Paul uh, would have had it because I suspect that whoever gave it to Paul wanted Paul to lure all the greeters away from the city for some well, reason. Well, I want to ex- explore this whole piano key fiasco. That's what I'm interested in right now. Well, yeah, we the, could uh, definitely do that too. I've got this Tinder soul that uh, I've got a date with as well, so I got to figure. Shouldn't that, out. that be my Tinder soul? We haven't discussed that, but I'm the I'm one gonna who's gonna go say- with. No, you can keep the hat. <laughs> But other than I that, earned the hat. We need to. I, I feel like we should. I should. You should earn the Tinder soul. So let's pull on it together and see who wins. I'm gonna go with a solid no. <laughs> no. This Tinder soul is mine, and that's where I draw the line. Darian, you're so mean. <laughs> I'm sorry for hurting your feelings. Gilbert, we don't really have that much gold on us. Uh, at least I don't. I only have around uh, like 75 gold. Um, you know, I get the feeling that Orem's going to be a pretty expensive place. What about kind of uh, supporting us for the first stint? Yes, of course. Since we're partners now, it's only fair. Um, I was thinking for a budget for today, uh, we would get 500 gold each. Well, I mean, I guess that's all right. I mean, look at this place. I mean... Like, we could do more, but I, I think we should really ration our funds for this journey. I, um, I would like more, please. Uh, persuasion check. Who? All of us or just Zippy? Just Zippy. Yeah, okay. I was asked. Oh, no. Uh, can I get an advantage on that, please? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a, I got an eight, then. Okay. Um, he says, Zippy, think reasonably. Uh, we can't blow all of our money right now. Um, 500 should be more than enough for anything you need. Well, how about, you, how about this? You're, you're, we haven't been I, to the I, city yet. How about we start with the 500, and then if something comes up, we'll just play it by ear. Sounds good. Thank you, Gilbert, for talking to me like a man, unlike Darian. What? <laughs> what? I don't... I'm not dealing with this right now. I'm eating my venison. The more you sass me, the more I'm going to try and <laughs> sleight of hand your little green orb there. Zippy, I mean this with all the seriousness in the world. You take my tinder soul... I will take your left paw's finger. It seems that a man's tender soul is a man's pride. It should be easy to steal. Well, mm. you can sure try. Well, <laughs> this has been so much fun. Gilbert, Eat your breakfast! <laughs> it's still sitting there! Mmm, <laughs> bacon. Um, while you guys are having that tense moment, uh, your actual drunkard's hat just went off naturally. Um, Zippy, and you can tell that the coffee that uh, James seems to be drinking is actually wine. Um, <laughs> and he's just like, 
barnacles again. <laughs> He's getting ready to leave because you're going to get him fired. Um, but anyways, uh, you guys finish up breakfast, and uh, then you get ready to go to Orem. Is that what you want to do? You guys want to go? Heck yeah, baby. I just want right. to pull Gilbert aside for one quick thing just before we leave. Sure. And say, look, Gilbert, I know you're going to have a conversation with uh, James later. Just before you make any decisions, let's just have a quick conversation about it, all right? Uh, sure. What, what, what do you have to say? Oh, nothing, nothing right now. Just if anything comes up in your conversation with James, we can let's just talk about it first before you decide on anything. Uh, okay, sure. I'll do that. Hmm. Um, and he agrees. Nice one. So uh, <clears throat> you guys get all your adventuring gear together. And you head out of the mansion. Uh, Paige and Marley are being left at home with Joey and James for them to babysit. Um, yeah, you leave and you get on your horses. Specifically, uh, Longface, uh, Cloppy Hooves, Tea Leaf, and uh, Denmark, your yeah. horses. Um, and you get on them and you start... Actually, before you start riding away to Orem, everybody make a perception check. Ooh, yes. First dice roll of the night for me. Uh, 15 for Zippy. Um, Actually, same, 15. That is a 9 for Darian. Okay, Darian doesn't notice. Uh, but the two of you notice uh, that Bradley was trying to sneak, and he's, like, holding on to the underside of Tea Leaf, uh, <laughs> Darian's horse. <laughs> and, and he's just, like, <laughs> he's, like, holding on to the holsters. It's pretty obvious. Um, but he was going to try and sneak away with you guys, but he's just under there and he sees you notice him and he's just like, uh, hi, uh, Zippy, uh, Zippy talks to, uh, to, uh, the tea, uh, tea leaf, the horse. Uh, um, are you just gonna, are you just gonna let him, uh, hang on you like that? That's kind of weird there, tea leaf. <laughs> well, I think it for you is all right. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is exactly how I pictured Darian's horse to sound. My metagaming mind is just going nuts. I keep feeling like I want Brad around. I, I just have this feeling, guys, that he's going to be important for some reason. Zippy, why are you talking to my horse? Uh, Sorry, Darian. It's just your horse seemed a little uncomfortable. It must have been the amount of breakfast you ate back there. Hey, Brad, what what are you doing? Do you need a ride? Wait, you're to talking Orm? to Brad? What the hell? And I, uh, I jump down and I kick Brad off the bottom of the horse. Normandy, you shouldn't have said anything. Uh, yeah, he's like looking at you, Normandy, and he's like, "Well, actually, I wouldn't mind a ride." Oh, and then he gets kicked, and then he like falls off. And then you see, uh, and he goes, "Ah, Tea Leaf, why'd you rat me out?" And Tea Leaf replies to Bradley, and it's like, "I'm sorry. I, 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 you, you were scratching my belly. I kind of lost my senses." What the? You can speak horse? Hmm. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I can. Uh, pretty cool, huh? What the? Gilbert, what? why does he know how to talk to a horse? To be honest, that's a new one for me, actually. I didn't know that. Bradley, that's incredible. Brad, why do you want to go to Orem? Hmm? You, oh, said, I... you, you said you wanted a ride. Why? Because I live there, and I kind of walked all this way this morning, and it took forever. I sigh. And I'm kind of <sighs> too small to ride a horse properly come on tea leaf said he'd wanted to stay i think you two are getting a little too hung up on just a little wetsuit looking boy we need to move to orum that it's already getting a little late i'm with you zippy 
I'll drop him off when we get there. Come on, get, get on up. But he has Thank to you. hang on to the bottom of tea leaf like he did before. No, he's not touching my horse. Fine. Uh, ha, ha. I, Denmark, I, it's I, up I to you. Up. I pull him up. Uh, Denmark replies to Zippy since he's asking, and he's like, No. What if my horse sounds like a loser? <laughs> what is wrong with that horse? <laughs> he's an older horse. Uh, he's he's a little bit more sickly. Um, no. But he's like, No. I, uh, no, please. Um... I'm Denmark doesn't want him on. Uh, Wet children do not deserve to be on my fine back. <laughs> You're absolutely right. You deserve better in your old age. Brad um, is now on my horse with me. Fine. <laughs> he, he, he accepts. Denmark Denmark accepts it, and, and he's on. Um, so, uh, you guys ready to go? Yeah, lead the way. All right. Uh, Gilbert has his own horse, which is unnamed. He didn't name it. You can name it if you want. Um, and he starts leading the way to Orem. As you guys are going across, um, it's just more fields. He lives on the outskirts. Like, there's no other houses here, just some barns and some farmland. And there's an orchard up north. Um, but basically, you guys just keep going. And then you get to the, the city wall, the actual city walls. And uh, there's more gold guards there at the entrance. It's pretty similar to the, the border walls. Uh, but this is obviously much lighter security, um, and they kind of let you guys through. And you are in Orem, and we are going to take a break. Woohoo! Hey, everybody. Uh, it's, well, it's me, Seth. DM, regular guy, Seth. Uh, anyways, uh, we got a lot of stuff to shout out, a lot of people to mention, so I'm going to get right into it. Um, our first up is the sponsor for this episode this week, uh, which is the Dungeons and Blackguards podcast. These guys are some serious hardcore supporters of the show. They were one of the first supporters we ever had, uh, way back in the prologue days. Um, and yeah, they're fantastic and they are actually... Well, they're also, first off, I'll say they're a D&D 5e actual play podcast, so they're pretty, they're very similar to what we do. Um, and the other thing is that they are actually just about to launch. Their show isn't up yet, but it will be up on November 9th, so just over a week away. Um, and they are doing it Netflix style. So their whole season one is going to be released in one batch, like the whole shebang, all the episodes right out the gate. Then after that, I believe they're going to be doing a regular release schedule of the season two episodes. But the first season is going to be there. It's going to be all available November 9th. Tune in then. Uh, thanks again, guys. Seriously, everybody, go check them out. Uh, they're on Twitter as well, at D&D Blackguards, if you want updates on their launch. Uh, so, yeah, go, go check them out. Uh, next up, you may have noticed some music. Uh, there's going to be more music in the second half as well. But all the music in this episode was actually handmade for us. That is correct. Uh, it was handmade by, uh, for us by uh, Adam's very own brother, Jacob. Not Zippy Jacob, but actually Adam's brother, Jacob. Um, super talented guy. Seriously, thank you. 
like huge shout out to you jacob for helping us and hey if you guys need any music uh stuff done uh get in contact with us and we'll hook you guys up because you know he can do that um next uh speaking of music uh you can actually get our entire soundtrack and all the songs that Jacob makes or we make, uh, you can get all of that on our Patreon for the $10 amount. And the only reason I'm mentioning the Patreon in this weird tie-in is because we want to give a specially huge thank you to Bill, our very first Patreon ever. Uh, thank you, Bill. Your support means the world to us. And in honor of you, uh, we are going to name a uh, NPC after you. So the next Bill you see is going to be named after you. So keep... Keep an ear out for that. By the way, I'll give a mini shout-out uh, for Bill. He actually is a part of a, a D&D Twitch show uh, called Vagrants and Vagabonds. They they stream every Thursday at 6 p.m. EST. Um, so go check them out. Uh, yeah. Thank you again, Bill. Uh, other than that, uh, social media, if you want to keep up with our stuff, uh, we're on Facebook, Cheaper by the Dungeon, on Twitter, at Cheaper Dungeon. Uh, and, you know, uh, we actually had some people in the shopping that's going to happen in the next half. Uh, we had some people actually submit some items uh, that, you know, suggestions. So if you want to shoot suggestions to us, we're always willing and able to, you know, accept those. So uh, just, you know, post on Twitter or Facebook, hashtag it, hashtag it uh, cheaper dungeon so that we can find it. Um and, you know, you never know. The more you help us out, the more we might just start picking random Twitter people's names for sharing our stuff uh, and use those as the NPC names. Um, but, yeah, uh, so follow us Facebook, Twitter, uh, and also rate us on iTunes. That helps a lot. Or just, you know, keep listening. Uh, other than that, our next episode, episode six, will be up in two weeks on November 13th. Uh, Closer and closer to Christmas, you guys. Uh, so November 13th, episode 6 will be up. Uh, I hope you enjoy the rest of the episode. I thought it was really, really funny. Uh, and uh, have a good one. See you guys. Okay, we're back. You guys are inside Orem. Uh, with 500 gold in each of your pockets, and Ooh, nice. you see uh, just the, the you're in kind of a residential area of Orem, right, to begin with, and you see it's kind of like European-style buildings, like with one house on top of another, and it's very just cobblestone street, and you see uh, some stables to your right, and Gilbert says uh, for all of you to go over there and park your horses. Um, so you go over there, tie them up, make sure they're, they're good to go, uh, and... Bradley hops off your horse, Normandy, and says, Thanks for the ride. Uh, I can take it from here. Uh, here's a little tip. Ding! And he flicks you up one gold coin, because he's a douchebag. Uh, I catch it, and I say, a, pen, uh, a gold piece saved is a gold piece earned. Now, Bradley, uh, le let me just ask you a quick question. Do you have access, or do your parents have access to a map of this country? Uh, on me? Uh, no. Uh, but, well, uh, maybe? I don't think so. I would go to a store and buy one of those. You know what? I'll take the hint. <laughs> okay. okay, away with you. Go, go away. I'm running away. Did you really, did you really think that boy had a, had a piece of map inside that very slim 
wetsuit right there? Oh, that's right. Like, uh, you, you'd think well, we'd you know, be able to see it. That that boy <laughs> only came with his emotions to that house for, for Paige there. There was well, nothing else he brought. I was kind of hoping be- that, like, he had, maybe his parents had one that he could go steal, and I was going to, like, pay him the gold coin back, but I guess I'll just go buy one. Might be better. His one piece of insulation in the suit was the map. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was the only thing keeping him warm. Um, okay, Bradley runs off back home, um, and he appreciates the ride. Uh, and as Telltale Games would say, Bradley will remember that. You owe me a favor! <laughs> Unfortunately, I will forget him entirely. <laughs> Man, he is going to like come back and kill us one day. I bet he's super powerful. Um, okay, uh Gilbert uh, addresses you guys and says, "All right, boys. Uh, so, what do we want to do first? We want to get some shopping out of the way, and then, and then we'll uh, look for some clues about this key." I would love to go shopping. That's that sounds like my absolute favorite thing to do right now. I've I've had a wonderful breakfast with my friends right here, and shopping seems like the next step of action. I believe. Yeah, I think I have uh, have some business with a blacksmith. Uh, with something I've come across. The blacksmith. I, I could, uh, when we're done there, I could definitely get some uh, new magical items too, Gilbert, if uh, you know a place. Yes, I, I think we can make do with all of those things. Let's, uh, let's, what did you say, the blacksmith first? Yes, why don't we uh, stop by there? All right. D- um, uh, Darian, uh, you, you, s- what was that about, you found something back there, Is that you, you said you, you have something of interest for the blacksmith? Yes, uh, this Tinder soul that I came across and found, uh, I was hoping that he could do a uh, oh, custom job. Oh, oh, yes, the, uh, I remember. That. Thanks for holding on to that for me. Th- I'm so <laughs> glad you you went into that tree. Yet, where exactly where I told you to go to go and search because I was the one who 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 thought of that idea. And so I, I just thank you for for getting that Zippy, for getting that for I, me. I don't know how many times I can tell you this. I found the Tinder soul. It's mine. It's not yours, and you're never going to get it. I just, unless you I, pry it from my cold, dead hands. I just Ooh. don't think that's that's necessarily fair, because I, 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 I spurred you in that direction. I should at least get something out of this. Tell you what, you've got the hat, and you can keep the hat, and we'll call I, it square. I, I earned this hat! <laughs> I, I pried it out of your hands after you threw it away! Now you earned nothing. Gilbert, you said the blacksmith was this oh way? Oh my goodness. Uh, yes, it's, it's, it's down in Orm's center, but... Uh, and Gilbert looks around, and you notice that actually the passerby... By the way, the people in Orem, you firstly noticed, are quite multiracial. Like, there's centaurs, there's elves, there's gnomes, there's everything. Um, and they all look quite noble, they all look quite well off. And you notice that... DM? DM, sorry, are there tieflings here too? Yes, there are tieflings. Um, are there, um, are there any that have, like, the same tan... Uh, coloring as I do? Uh, no, there is none with tan coloring. Most are kind of red or gray. That's kind of the base base colors. But uh, anyways, okay. Well, if we're sticking if we're sticking with Telltale Games, I'm gonna remember that. Okay. <laughs> um, but you remember, uh, but you notice that the passersby uh, are looking at you guys as you're arguing quite loudly, and they're kind of giving weird, strange looks to you, Darian. And Gilbert notices this and comes to you mm. and says, uh, Darian. Uh, do you mind uh, actually wearing this cloak? A lodger, there's none really in this plane, or quite commonly in this plane, and I think you might be drawing attention. I apologize, but could you please just wear this cloak to keep a low profile? Uh, yeah, I, 
I can definitely look at doing that, but it seems rather multicultural here. Like, do you do you really think I'm going to draw that much attention to myself? Well, I think y- you are an Eladrin, and you're green. People don't see green elves very often. You look like an over well, some might call you an oversized goblin, but uh, yeah, I I think it might be best if we keep a low profile, especially as we're kind of handling some sensitive information with the Grand Treasure key. Well, for such a large city, it seems quite uncultured. All right. For the sake of our uh, investigation here, I'll, I'll keep a low profile. Okay, thank you. Wow, Darian, look, thinking about others beyond yourself, it's a big day for you. Coming from a sociopath. Well, um, and, and, anyway. and to be honest, Darian, you, you look like a damn lizard. You know, tall, green. <laughs> oh, my oh my goodness, Norman. Excuse me, coming from the goat standing in front of me? Uh, I have two horns. I have two horns, but I don't have any uh, hooves, as you can cl- I waggle my fingers in front of his face. <laughs> uh, clearly humanoid uh, person with a tail that looks more like almost dragon, you know, hardly a goat. I understand the mistake. Uh, but I just, you know, and I think that the, what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, I think the How gold... How dare you your... insult an Eladrin? You well, are I think nothing the... compared to the pure bloodline that is the Eladrin from the Feywild. Normandy, that is quite insulting to someone like myself. I just want you to know what you've said to me today. Well, Darian, I, I, uh, No, I'm done with this. Where's the, where's the blacksmith? Gilbert speaks up. As a human, I don't think I can butt in that conversation. But, but uh, yes, if we want to make our way this way to Orem Center, we can. I think, I think it's best that we just move over there and forget about this past couple of seconds here. <laughs> agreed, agreed. Let's go. Although I think some things can never be forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> Zippy remembers that again. Um, okay. Um, yeah, so you guys make your way down the streets of Orem. Uh, and as you get closer and closer to the center of Orem, uh, you notice the buildings are getting more regal, just higher class and higher class people are showing up. Uh, and actually, as you are making your way down the street, uh, you hear a bell clanging and you see this basically town crier appear and everybody around you is looking extremely sad. You feel like this depressing wave just hit you. Uh, and you hear the town crier just saying, Attention! King Pontus Alvaro is dead! He's dead! The, the funeral will be held this evening at 7 p.m. in Orem Center. Please hmm. come and support the passing of our king. I'm starting to feel bad now, uh, you know, that he's dead because of us, basically. Well, I, I think that's mostly because of you, Normandy. You kind of made that decision. Uh, I mean, true. Gilbert, no regrets at all, friend. I mean, we totally did the right thing. Forgot you were there for a second. <laughs> Normandy, you, you always shove off these responsibilities whenever we call you out on things. Would you Would you maybe like to... I mean, that, it must it must hurt inside the, the idea that all of this sadness around the city is mostly coming from you. <laughs> yeah. Remember the blood's on your hands, Normandy. You know, I just, I bear the consequences of my actions heavily. It's, it's true. It seems like you just don't, though. You just, you just quickly went to Gilbert there as soon as we brought Gilbert it up. Gilbert interrupts and yeah. puts a hand on Normandy's shoulder and says, I know it's a tough decision, and I know it's a loss, but I think you made the right decision, Normandy. I, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate what you did for me. Oh, well, it was, uh, it was the obvious thing to do. 
And he turns to you guys and says, boys, as I said, that king was on his way out of this world anyways. I, I think this occurrence would have happened given three more months anyways. So we shouldn't shouldn't dwell on this. I mean, I completely understand that. It just seems like like he has some things he needs to figure out here. It, I, I don't think Normandy has the emotional capabilities to handle this situation, and he's just sort of brushing it off. Normandy tears up a little bit, and he goes, Zippy, you always cut me to the quick. <laughs> Why are you crying? We're I'm in the not, middle of a town. I'm not crying. Hold it together. <laughs> See, this is exactly what, what I was saying. I run into the blacksmith shop. <laughs> okay. Well, you, you, you run towards it. You run ahead. Um, Gilbert, do you have some extra diapers with you? We may need them. Well, I know a shop that carries the... Wait, no, we're not going to pick those up. Why would you know where that shop is? <laughs> I'm oh, getting old, Zippy. I'm getting very old. Um, <laughs> don't ask about my personal life. Um, okay, you... He was looking for a Viagra. <laughs> you guys. Oh, yeah, there's a shop for that. Um, you guys go further into Orm's center, and you finally arrive, and you find that... You, well, you find that it's just this wide open courtyard. It's massive, and the cobblestone is turned to gold flooring. And you see that to the north, you see stairs, a long winding staircase that goes all the way up to the impressive castle of Orem, uh, up on a hill to the north. But the stairs lead down to this courtyard, this massive golden courtyard. And on the outskirts of this like rectangular square um, are like lots of shops fruit stands just merchants bartering like it, it's just a really bustling center uh with lots of uh merchandise to be bought uh yeah uh so you guys want to go to the blacksmith totally okay um heck yeah you gilbert leads you and he there's a place called two balls anvil um <laughs> gilbert says this place is uh, actually the most impressive blacksmith shop in probably the world. Um, it's run by the Tubal clan of dwarves, uh, and they are just impressive smiths. So anything you need, I'm sure you can find it here. Uh, let's go in. Um, as you go in, you see it's a very humble, small shop. Uh, there's actually no like merchandise to like peruse around in the front. There's just a very large counter. Um, but you can see behind is where all the merchandise is. They keep it behind the counter. Uh, but you see this girl just kind of like blowing bubblegum and just like leaning over the desk looking really tired. Uh, but you guys enter and you hear the little bell ring in from the door. Um, what do you want? Hold on, Seth. First off, on a scale of 1 to 10, how's she doing? Um, like, is she hot? That's what I'm asking. Is she hot? One sec, let me grab a D20. That's the only way to determine. Ooh. Um, One out of twenty. She's all right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she's okay. I guess. Yeah, she's okay. If I had to put it numerically, I'd say she's an eleven uh, out of twenty. Um, <laughs> all right. Not quite a six, but not as bad as a five. Yeah. Um, Darian, uh, could you do me a favor? Put put me on your shoulders so I could see a bit better. I'm. It's, everything's a little high for me down here. No. <laughs> You can go on my shoulder, Zip. I got handles. My horns here. Mm, Gilbert. <laughs> I am an old man. I can try, but I have a bad back recently. Um, All right. I'll go right up there. You won't even <laughs> okay. notice me. Um, 
Okay. Oh, and then I say, and then I say, hey Gilbert, I really like your hair. My hair? <laughs> if well, if Zippy's up there, rabbit. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. That went over my me. head. Oh my goodness. <laughs> over my head. Over nice. my hair. Um. Okay, you got. Normandy chuckles and walks into the shop. You got on Gilbert's back. Um, he takes two damage. Um. <laughs> oh my back. Okay. <laughs> Um, I can see everything from up here. It's like I'm, I'm like one of you guys. Page and Marley are significantly lighter than you. Um, let's go in. And uh, Darian pats uh, Gilbert on the back and casts Cure Wounds. Uh, uh, and his pats on the back goes, you'll be fine. Okay, I'm just going to say he gets back up to max health. Um, okay. That was so considerate, <laughs> and he's like, Connor. Oh, yes. I oh, man. oh, I need you to do that for me daily. Ooh, that felt good. Okay. Thank you, Darian. Uh, this was more of a one-time thing. Don't <laughs> let's not make a habit. Yeah, of it. you say that it now, but then I'll pay you more gold. And anyways, let's go in. <laughs> um, okay, so you're you're in Two Balls Anvil's shop. Uh, I've given you guys the inventories already. Uh, what would you like to purchase, if anything? Uh, is there anybody at the counter? Yeah, there's a girl, and she's like chewing bubble gum, and you see a name tag that says uh, Casey. Casey. Yeah. Okay, I walk Ooh. up forward. Um, well, hello there, uh, Casey. Hi, how you doing? Um, are you, oh, <laughs> oh goodness. Uh, are, are you the individual I talked to about uh, getting custom jobs done? Oh, yeah. You're looking for some custom jobs, are you? She's a smoker. Um, yes, that is that is what I said. Okay, sugar. Uh, let, let me, uh, let me uh, go get uh, the boss. He, he deals with all the custom jobs. All right, thank you. Uh, and Casey uh, walks away. Okay, so you see this little dwarf come up to the counter, and he has an eye patch over his left eye and a huge ginger beard and just a bald head of hair. Uh, well, no hair, just bald. Uh, and he comes up to the counter and says, Ooh, uh, Cassie was telling me that uh, you're looking for a custom job, huh? Yes, I, uh, here, I have this here. And I uh, open my satchel or pouch or whatever the heck I have, and I take the tinder sole and I drop it on the counter. You, uh, oui. are you familiar with these? Oui, that's a, oui, that's a tinder sole. Now, yes. where did you find one of these? Yes, well, we happened to uh, stumble across uh, the body of an ant, and a certain furry friend of mine happened to help point it out. But, uh... So we found this, and I have a, I have a special uh, request that I'd like to use it for. Sure, tell me. So, here, let me show you this. And I draw my sword from my back, and I, I place it on the counter as well. And then proceed to twist the dial, um, pushing a, a button in the, near the center of it, and it pops the dial uh, out of the hilt, uh, where you can see there's another gem currently slotted. You see, I, I want to look at being able to refine this tinder sole into a gem that can fit into one of these slots here. Oui, well, let me take a look at this weapon first, just to get familiarized. Uh, oh, jeez. What is this? What, this? Is this steel, or...? It's, I have uh, never seen material like this before. It's a very um, particular kind of, of steel. It's, uh, um, have you, are you familiar with uh, Mechanos? Uh, what? Uh, Mechanos? Parts? I, ever... Sorry, I don't speak Italian. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. 
All right, I I guess you're just not familiar with. Uh, I figured that the you know the best blacksmith in all of Orem would be familiar, but that's that's all right. That's all right. Um, no. So this is a yes. It's a very unique kind of metal, uh, rather rare in this plane by the looks of it. Um, that I actually forged this sword myself uh, through uh, different customization and, and salvaging. Um, that actually has the ability to channel energy through the blade. And uh, so I want to look at refining this soul to the point that I can use it as a, an energy source for the blade. Well, it's very shoddy craftsmanship, I must say. Um, <laughs> if you, uh, that's, uh, that's a little harsh coming from somebody who's never even heard the name Mechanos before, but all right. But you're saying you put in these stones and it goes into the blade and then the magic affects it? Yes, uh, the, the the way the construction you can see, and I start showing start showing him the different like layering and kind of some of the under pieces of the blade itself. You can see here the way it's constructed. It actually has the ability to uh, shift form uh, dependent on the the kind of energy source that's been placed into it. Uh, now I've only got you know one here that I've done some experimenting with and using, but I'm I'm currently in the process of trying to find new energy sources. Uh, for the blade and to be used, and I think this this tinder soul could be something magnificent. Okay, I, I think I'm starting to get the picture, but wait. And he starts looking at you now, and he sees under the cloak, and he sees your green face, and he says, "Are you uh, are you feeling okay? You look you look a little sick." See, that's what yes, I'm saying. I'm. I'm uh, uh, no, I'm I'm feeling quite all right. Well, mostly. Um, yes, no, it's it's nothing to be concerned about. Don't worry. Okay, uh, just checking. Uh, but anyways, uh, I'm I'm starting to get the picture. I, I think I understand. You want to take the tinder soul and refine it into a into a stone to be used for the blade. Yes, exactly. And you can see in the dial here. This is the rough proportions that I need the the stone to fit into. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yes. And you see his face starts to light up. He's like, oh, you came to the right man. What's your name? Uh, Darian. Darian Brunch. Well, nice to meet you, Darian. And he puts out his hand to shake yours. It's nice to meet you as well. And I, I shake it in return. I'm going to make this. I, I'm going to make this work. I'm very intrigued by this project. Um, but uh, one question. Do, before I take it and start working, um, do you have a... Uh, enough gold? How much is this going to cost me? Well, I'll probably have to team up with Blue for this one, since it's got magical properties. And, uh, have to work on it a little bit harder. Um, carry the one. Uh, 4,000 gold should do it. I must say that's a rather steep price for what I'm familiar with. Well, you have to understand, Darian, I'm working with a soul, and I'm trying to put it in a sword, and that's kind of a big deal. Is... Not that I'm inclined to, but if I was to explore more the mechanics of the blade and make you familiar with some of these things, and some of my own, I guess you could say, personal trade secrets, could we look at possibly reducing the cost? Uh... You mean by doing some of the work yourself on it? No, but I could... You're not familiar with Mechanos parts. I'd be willing to discuss Mechanos parts with you and 
make you familiar with some of the pieces in this blade that you could potentially look at using for your own work in the future hmm. at a reduced cost. Well, that depends. This is the first time I've come across this material. How common is it? How easy is it to get? Because if it's not easy to get, I don't want to work with it. It's, it's fairly uncommon, but I can tell you it's some of the most quality metals that you can come across. Actually, I don't think that's very true. And he takes out a spyglass, and he kind of, like, starts examining it. And he's like, yeah, see, this is, it's good quality, but it's, uh, it's not, uh, adamantium, for example. No, that's fair, but can adamantium transform its shape and construction based on a power source being run through it? From my understanding, we're talking about fixed formats here and fixed shapes. You know, they may be very strong, but, you know, an axe is still an axe at the end of the day. These metals have the ability to change their overall structure based on the energy put through them. And I'd be willing to show some of that to you. Hmm. Let me think. Roll a persuasion check. Uh, yeah, so that's a 10 plus 1, so that's 11. He's, he's not convinced because he still isn't sure if it is the Mechanos material or if you're bluffing or, or, or what, because it is very foreign. Uh, it might just be some weird magical trick. Um, Fine, let me says, prove it to you. And I take the dial back off the counter, I slam it in the hilt of the blade, and I activate it. Hold up, here we go. Oi. Okay, your, your, your blade transforms and shifts into a greatsword like it did before. And you can see he's taken aback and it's like, I've, oh, oh, I've never seen something like that before. Oh, oh, uh, do you mind if I take a quicker look now? Fine, but you better be quick about it. This is only a temporary okay. state. He takes the great sword and he examines it and sees. And eventually he sees, he, in his hands it gets very hot because it's overheating. He's mm -hmm. like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, you might want to be careful. The energy source it's not has been completely refined and... It, it, it still needs a little bit of work for channeling the heat. Okay, you know what? I'll take 750 off the total. But you have to leave the sword here for me to examine further. Ooh. The job will that... take about four days. I'll take that deal, but I get the sword back before the end of the day. Two days. One. One and a half. <laughs> Tomorrow afternoon. Okay, <laughs> and you shake. <laughs> um, but would that be tomorrow afternoon? Like, are we talking twenty-four hours here, or or like thirty? Yeah, twenty. Ba yeah. Basically, twenty-four hours in a little bit. Yeah. Um, but he's not so saying that he's gonna twenty-seven have hours. The sword done in a day. The the yeah. He so the gemstone days. will be refined in four days because that takes time. Um, oh, but he gets the but, sword back in the day. All right, got it. Yeah, because he's just like he's just looking at the sword. He wants to study it further. I'm learning a lot about this um, sword right now. This is cool. We've kind um, of just only breezed over it before. Yeah, I know. It's neat. The sword's coming out. It's transforming your mind. Um, sword's coming out. Okay. You shake on the deal, and he's like, all right, I'll get right to work, Darian. And he takes the tinder sole, which is like a walnut that's glowing green, uh, and he takes it, and he smashes it on the floor. <sighs> And then from the walnut, you see this white and black flame come out. And he grabs a bottle and scoops it up and caps it. And he's like, see, that's the actual Tinder soul there. Um, but anyways, I'm off. I'll get to work right away. Thanks again, Darian. Thank you. 
Uh, Gilbert, can I talk to you for a moment? Uh, yes, sure. What do you need? I'm gonna need a little bit of extra finances to help pay for this sword. Well, okay, but, uh, I only have 2,000 on me, and I don't think we should be using these funds for anything not related to, like, the quest of the Grand Treasure, because we'll need to ration out these funds okay. for our journey if we want no, to I be able to do it so successfully. So I put my hand on Darian's yeah. shoulder, and I say, Gilbert, I can personally vouch for Darian's character. He's an excellent swordsman, and his reputation will grow the longer, he, the sooner he has that blade. I think it's a worthy investment for all of us, and especially when we want to think about getting that Grand Treasure. He's going to be a key... Uh, element to that so we want him to be well equipped i think it's worth it zippy puts his elbow on top of gilbert's head and then rests his hand his chin in, in his hand while he's thinking oh yeah he's still on his back <laughs> uh, uh yeah i could personally i, I personally seen uh uh darian uh, swing that sword a little a little bit back and forth um he's pretty good at it thank you zippy and thank you norman i smile um, okay, I'm going to have you roll a persuasion check to get the extra funds, but do it with advantage since you got help from both Zippy and Normandy to endorse you. Sure. That's going to be uh, 17. Oh, that's a lot of money. He looks distraught and says, okay, I, if you think this is really worth it, this will I go... Will so far, you have no idea, Gilbert. We can put the 2,000 towards the sword, but you'll have to make the rest on your own. But That's all right. Any, we are not going to do this again because we need the funds or else we won't be able to even travel outside of Orem with, with the current funds if we drain the pool anymore. No, I, I understand. I'll, I'll think of something. Okay. Um, That's good to know. Okay, so you have the the 2000 loan uh ivan comes back that's the name of the dwarf by the way and he says by the way darian uh it's pay on pickup here so once the job's done then you can pay just so you know all right um, um ivan do you want to throw in a a composite bow just to sweeten the pot a little bit there no i already decreased the total <laughs> funds so you don't get no compound bow for free all right that's fair <laughs> okay um do, do any of you want to buy anything from the blacksmith? Oh, yes. I, I, I've been eyeing, eyeing this certain dagger from on top of your head, Gilbert. Do you see it? Just walk over there, please. Uh, sure. Uh, one, two, three. Okay. Zippy, ah, Zippy pulls back. it off the wall, the dagger. And uh, you see, Gilbert, he waves it kind of in front of his head, dangling it from above. <laughs> <laughs> this thing sure looks pretty good. It almost it, it looks like the old carrot peelers from... From uh, back in, in the Bramble Patch. Oh, dear, but it's... Oh, no. Gilbert, it's 600. 100. What, what, what am I going to do? I only have 500. Do you think do you think you could spot me as well, uh, Gilbert? It's only 100 more. You gave okay, Darian so a full 2,000. <laughs> <laughs> Gilbert's like, I was so afraid of this. <laughs> give, him um, give him a mile. Uh, Ivan comes back and says, Oh, you're a little fuzzy boy. You're looking at the carrot peeler, huh? Yes, it, it looks exactly like the type of thing I would use on a daily basis. 
for many uh, purposes, such as shaving, carrot peeling. Kidding, I don't shave. <laughs> I like my fur. Um, uh, and also slaying my enemies. <laughs> and slaying my enemies. Um, uh, are you willing to pay the 600 for it? Well, if I get my friend's help right here, what do you say, Gilbert? I, I would be most helpful in the whole span of the whole team with it. I, I promise. You know what, Ivan, we have a pretty big deal going here. Do you think, you know, maybe you could uh, give it to my friend for uh, 500 Persuasion check. Hit Darian or me, because Darian seems uh, like Darian. Idea. Darian's doing it. Oh, but that is a natural frickin' 20. <laughs> it's <Okay>. mine! <laughs> you know what? Since we have such a good deal going and I like you guys, you can have it for 300 Half price. Oh, that's so wonderful. Nat 20. You gotta be kidding me. It's sitting right <laughs> here, man. You can come look at it. Okay. Um... So you want that, Zippy? I would love, love, love that. I'll, I'll put down the 300 right now. Slam! On the table. Oh, don't damage my table now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he takes it, and you have the carrot peeler, which I will, for the listeners, it's uh, a plus one dagger that deals max critical damage on all plants and plant-based creatures on a hit. Very good when dealing with any plant. Um, and just to confirm, the name of the weapon is Carapular, but it also looks like a Carapular, right? Yes, it is. It's technically a dagger, but it's it looks like an actual carrot peeler that you that's would use a, in a kitchen. That's amazing. It seems like it was made for me. <laughs> I, it kind of was. Spoiler, everybody. That was a that was a fan submission. Legit, Thank you, everybody. Yes, it was actually. Oh, sick! Um, that's awesome. Okay, uh, so, Norman, do you want anything here, or are you good to go? You know what? I'm going to wait. Uh, thank you, Ivan. Um, yeah, thank you. I'll be back one day soon. Uh, he thanks you for your business, and you guys head out the shop. Wait, do we get little, um, like, takeaway bags or anything? Uh, yeah, you have, like, <laughs> yeah, you have a bag, and it's uh, two dwarves, a boy and a girl, back-to-back, <laughs> -back, arms crossed. One you notice is Ivan, the other one you don't recognize, but they're back-to-back, -back, and it just says, like, two balls anvil. I meant to ask, is it too late to, to go back and ask him who Blue you is? You can run him back in if yeah. you like. Hey, hey, um, sorry, Ivan. I just, uh, just want to scratch my, my a curiosity itch here. Uh, you mentioned Blue. Is that uh, a work accomplice of yours? Oh, yeah. Uh, that is uh, the potion uh, Aarakocra at uh, the Bottle of Blue store. She sells potions and magic scrolls. Oh, I see. Uh, interesting. Okay. I didn't know that you guys did work together. On special jobs, we... Especially regarding magic, we do. Okay, thank you very, very much. I appreciate it. Okay. Um, and before I leave, I take a good look up and down of Ivan. He, he's a dwarf. He, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He looks like he's been working in the forge all day. Uh, red beard, bald head, eye patch over left eye. Um, just stouty. He looks like pretty ripped for a dwarf. And uh, yeah, was there anything specific <laughs> you wanted to notice? Or? Um, does he have any scars? He's just wearing common smith. Does he have any scars on his face? Uh, yeah, one from where the eye was missing. Like, there's, like, a vertical line. Okay, Telltale Games, Normandy will remember that. Cool. <laughs> I'm going I'm to call this episode, We Will Remember This. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, and, th and then I leave. I go back out. Sorry, guys. All right. Um, so, Gilbert addresses you all and says, Okay, are we done shopping, or do we want to do a little bit more? Um, also, we should keep in mind, do we want to go to that funeral? Uh, he said it's going to take place in about five hours, so... 
I'd like to go. I do feel... I don't regret my decision at all, Zippy. I don't regret it at all, but I do feel like I'm partially responsible for his death, so I'd like to go. Okay, well, we'll do that this evening then. Uh, but we still have some time to investigate the key and do some more shopping if you still need to. Do any of you want to still do some shopping? Yes, I'd like to. Everyone else seemed to get really sweet stuff, and I've got the zip. <laughs> so I'd, li- I'd like to go to the magic store, please. Magic store, okay. Uh, like magic items and stuff? You know what? You recommend the place. You're the local. Okay. I did hear of somebody parading around magic items last time I was in Orem. But uh, let's go double-check with someone. You go up to um, one of the fruit stands that is selling just, like, uh, that is just selling food. Uh, you specifically go to one that's selling raisins, a raisin stand. Uh, and there's uh, just a weird, small, little teenager guy there, and he has, like, acne all over his face, and he's selling raisins. So Gilbert asks uh, the, the raisin stand owner, the teen, and he just says, uh, excuse me, um, I'm looking for uh, Valentine's. I, I, I heard he maybe sells around this area. And the teen responds, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard of him. Why do you, you want to know? Um, well, I, I was not expecting that voice, and uh, I just, we just want to go shop there. Fair enough. I heard he's in the, in the one district to the, to the west. Southwest. West. South. Little t- yeah, go there. Little child, are you all right? You sound like you're on the brink of death. Are you okay? I'm 18. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a child. <laughs> Oh, man, you look diseased. All right, let's go. Excuse me? Let's go. Move out. For that, you better buy some raisins. <laughs> how, how I would like they? some raisins. Yeah, how yeah, much I'll, do they? I'll take some, too. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, how much? How many How many raisins do I get for one gold piece? Mm, one raisin. What? <laughs> That's like robbery. Well, I gotta make a living. I'll take I'll take I'll take ten raisins, please. I'm a little hungry. Let me think. That'll be nine gold. Ooh, discount price. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean ten. Oh, uh, that's that Thank seems about, that me. seems more right. <laughs> uh, I lean oh, in. I lean in and give him like a winning smile, and I say, "How about ten raisins for me for two gold pieces?" No. All right. Um, Listen, buddy. Ah, I'm trying to make a living here. I pay. I pay him the ten, ten gold pieces. Okay. And he gives you a little bag filled with ten raisins. Oh, goody! I'll munch on these to the store. I give him one gold piece, and I get my raisins. Here's your one raisin. It's not even in a bag, and he just puts it in your hand. I eat it. How's it taste? You eat it. Yeah. Um, it tastes. A little funky. Um, <laughs> it doesn't taste like a normal raisin, to be honest. Uh, this one specifically tastes like it has like an apple note to it. Hmm. Um, it goes down smooth. It's very chewy. It's kind of like gum, too. Do I mean, is it gum? Because I wouldn't swallow it. No. Okay. Uh, hey. It's a, it's very chewy and tough, but then you you know you you down it. I say, hey, do you know what? That was actually really good. Here you go, and I give him another gold piece. Oh, 
one more raisin. And he puts it in your hand. Oh, that was going to be a tip, but all right. I eat that one too and leave. Oh, never mind. Take it back. And he takes the raisin back. No, I want I want it. I, I try to grab it back. Okay. And he puts it back. All right. I, I eat it. Darian, <laughs> do you want any raisins? No, I, no, I think I'm all right. They're really good. No, I, uh, I think I'm okay today. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so uh, you guys are done, and you know where Valentine's, uh, apparently the Magic Command's shop uh, is. Um, so you go down to the southwest. By the way, are Zippy, are you munching on the raisins as well? Uh, yes, I, I said I was munching on them on the way to the store. Um, Do you eat them all? in my head. Uh, I ate I ate half of them. Okay. I do want to talk um, to Zippy for a sec as well, just when it's appropriate. Go for it now as you're walking. Yeah, just as they're Notch, walking. Notch, munch, 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 munch. I just kind of, uh, I guess, like, pull pull Zippy aside or we kind of create some space for a second. <clears throat> Zippy, I hey. just, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to apologize for how short I was with you in the store. I, I didn't, I wasn't very uh, appropriate of me to respond to you like that for being upset with uh, Norman about some other things, so I'm I'm sorry. That's okay. You helped me get this care peeler right here. He waves in front of uh, Darian's face. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's very nice of you to help me it, uh, through that situation. You see, I'm the type of person who who appreciates actions more than more than words. And well, you showed me that you're a man of action, and I appreciate that. I thank you, Zippy. I I appreciate that. No problem. Would you like some raisins? I noticed that you were eyeing them. I think you wanted to maintain strong in front of that young man there, but it's okay. You can have some of my raisins right here. Sure, I'll I'll try one. But you can only have two. <laughs> Wait, like I have to try a minimum of two? Yeah, uh, two or one. It's up to you. Hmm. Okay. Maximum just, of two. One is just fine. <laughs> uh, here's, um, here's one. You notice, uh, Zippy, you notice when you were munching... They all kind of had, like, different flavors, different fruit flavors. Um, and the one you eat, uh, Darian, tastes like a durian. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is like... Um, that was... You're enjoying these? They're great. Mine tastes like marshmallow, like, like pear, and then oh. like grass. And I love grass. I don't know what Jesus mine was, but it was... All the colors of the rainbow. I just... I just what? Um, I think that your taste... What? <laughs> I think that, that your, your taste... I think that your taste buds are, are a little uh, not refined enough, unfortunately, Darian. I just think if they're all different flavors, I think mine might have just been the bad one in the batch. Oh. Mm. Let's hope so. <laughs> Zippy doesn't believe it. He's like, uh, something's up. <laughs> All mine have been good, though, so. <laughs> well, I hope, I hope the rest of them are good as well. Why don't, why don't we catch up with the others? As you guys go, um, you are walking down the street, and it's, it's getting less uh, high class. It's, it's more in the middle class area now. And um, you're looking down every corridor, and then out of the corner of Gilbert's eye, he says, Oh, look, there it is. I think that's it. That, that like, station circus kind of wagon-looking thing. And you see it is, like, this old-style circus kind of wagon um, with big letters on the side that says, Valentine, the Cursed Curiosity Collector. Mm. Can we go up to it? 
Uh, I walk you up. You go up. I walk up, and uh, and who who's there? Uh, no one. It seems empty. Oh, I. Hello. There's like a little door at the back where there's like steps leading up to it, like a. Oh, you have to go inside. Yeah, it's not yeah. like a street, co- like a like a food car or a food truck. No, no, it's not like a food oh, truck. Okay, sorry, it's like, yeah. It's like a little kind of. Okay, then, yeah, then I just walk inside. Okay. So, without knocking, um, you walk inside, and this is like some Doctor Who stuff. It's like it's bigger on the inside, um, and you walk in and you see like just you're blinded and your senses are over alone or, or yeah your senses are just in overdrive because you get this magical wave hitting you your tattoos glow a little bit normandy and there's there's uh like red and yellow drapes going throughout the store it's a huge like store and you see shelves of like what you can tell is magical items and uh there's a guy who's just like half asleep uh, and just like had his legs up on one of the shelves and was leaning back in a chair. Um, and as soon as you like barge in, he kind of like shoots up and he's like, I'm sorry, but I, I, I'm allowed to park here. They said I could. Uh, I raise up my hands and say, no worries, no worries. I'm not here uh, as any government official. I'm here to shop. I thought I assumed you were open. Oh, oh for real? Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Customers, I've had those before. Um, uh, uh, well, first off, hello. Hello. I am Valentine, uh, the, the cursed curiosity collector. Um, it's funny. I, I don't know what to do from here, but to be honest. Uh, well, I'm actually in the market for some magical items, and uh, I heard that you were the place to go to. Somebody actually said that? Wow. Well, you know what? He's um, not your best sponsor. He's kind of a whiny kid. Um... We're selling raisins oh. down the street. Um, oh, Dylan. Yes, I know Dylan. <laughs> yeah, but you know, a sponsorship's a sponsorship. Don't buy his raisins, by the way. They're garbage. They all taste like durian. <laughs> uh, mine tastes a little bit apple actually, but, uh, you know. You're a liar. <laughs> You're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> well, do, do you know what? As you say, as you say, friend, um, tell me about your wares. Uh, I'm very curious. Uh, yes, um, wares. I have those, um, in my collection, as you can see. Hold on. Uh, as you take... Wait, can I, yeah. can I give this guy, like, an insight check for, like, like, super sketch... Well, I guess I don't need to, but he's, he's giving me super sketchy vibes right now. Yeah, sure, roll an insight. Okay. 16. Uh, you can tell this isn't a really great merchant. <laughs> he's he's not really good at his job, um, but uh, he doesn't know why his business is unsuccessful. Probably as what you can glean, but um, you know he's Valentine, the cursed curiosity collector. So this is what he, that's what he does. <laughs> but yeah, that's that you. He doesn't seem like disingenuine with wanting to sell you stuff, though. Okay. Do you have like a um? Well, I'm looking for a couple things. One, um, I'm looking for something. Well, do you know what? Can I just say that I'm, I'm kind of browsing? I'm looking around. Yep. Okay. Sure. Um, if you want, if you'd like to browse them, um, uh, there's more items on the second floor. Um, you see, there's like a stairwell in the back that leads up some stairs. There's, wow. there's even a second floor to this place. Uh, well, don't mind if I do. Um, are Darian and Zippy in here with me? 
Yes, I'm standing right behind you. Dad, oh. moment, you can't see me. <laughs> you scared me. Oh, I, I, hey, what is that? I'm right here, <laughs> goat boy. What are you? What are you as well? Excuse me, Mr. Tiefling. Why did you bring these carnival animals into my store? <laughs> you know what? They're part of my entourage, actually. Um, I'm just kidding. They're my friends, my compatriots. This is Zippy and Darian. Um, we met each other not too long ago, but we're already bonding. I can tell. Hello, Valentine, cursed, cursed, cursed curiosity collector. I've already said that. Um, yeah, if you'd like to browse, you can you can do that. Um, well, the first thing just I be careful not to like lick anything because it you might uh, explode. Okay. Um, do you uh, maybe have anything for storage? Uh, yes. <laughs> Let me. Th- think about it. I think I have a bag of holding right here! And it comes out of his hands and you see what? Oh, There's a perfect. magic bag. A bag of holding. 50 gold. Uh, well here, I'm gonna just keep that on retainer. Maybe we can try and work out a deal, but I've got dibs on that. How about I just pay 50 gold up and take it right now? Alright, 50 down. <laughs> I like this. This is good! 50, <laughs> yes, I'll take 51. that! I'll take more! I, I, I already paid the 50. It's already on the table. 51 gold. It's final sale. What? 50, he's, he gave me 51 gold. I'm taking it. Fine, 52. Okay, I'll take that as well. All right, I'm taking it from his hand immediately. Highest bidder. I want my gold back. I want my one gold back then. No. Well, you can't win them all. Normandy, okay, you fine. Here it is. gold for that. What? No, I, I, that's why I came in here. I was like, you know what, though? You can have it. All right, friend. Okay. Uh, Darian, you get a bag of holding. You can, you can add that to your inventory. It's basically for listeners. It's just like, it really increases your inventory space. So the amount of things you can carry, it's like a weird dimensional bag. Um, it's weightless too. Yeah. It feels the same as just a regular bag. That's amazing. I pick up the music box and I say, uh, how, how big is this, Seth? It's a music box size. It can fit in your hand. Okay. Um, Um, How how much is this? Mm, Yes. um, I like that one. The the recording message thing. Pretty neat. Uh, I used to record a podcast on it, actually. (laughs) Um, 40 gold for that. 40 gold. And I I can play music into it of my own as well. Yeah, I guess. You can record music, speech. Almost anything audible can be recorded on it. Isn't that amazing? That's a done deal. I hand him 40 gold. And that's a 40 gold from my pocket. Bam. Do it. Bam, bam. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> uh, and then, I mean, Zippy, do you want to turn? Because I, I have a couple things that I want to get. I'm just... By the way, I should mention to the listeners, I, I don't think I described Valentine's actual look. He's wearing these like dra- he's wearing this draping like cloak that has symbols of suns and moons on it, uh, and he's an elf actually, um, and he has just black hair and uh, a kind face. But yeah, he's he looks like he's wearing like a bathrobe that is made of suns and moons. Does he actually like like he's an elf? Does he actually like look old then? Uh, no, he just talks like an old man. Okay, I was gonna say that's that's wow. If you'd like to ask his age, you can. I've just I wasn't t- going to tell you anyways. I've just been I've just been staring at this this doorknob right here. Oh, that I, oh I, no. <laughs> this this doorknob looks like something I would definitely want. Right. Um how much for this doorknob? 
Which one? There's a regular doorknob, and then there's the magic one. I, uh, sorry, I've just been staring at, at the actual door in, into here. Uh, but now that you've mentioned mentioned this <laughs> magical doorknob over here, this looks mighty better than the other one. How much for this? For the regular doorknob? No, no, th- but that one is very nice. Um, the, the magical really one. really smooth. Though. Smooth to the grip. <laughs> uh, the regular one? Both. <laughs> uh, I couldn't. I couldn't agree more. Uh, could you show me what this magical one di- does? Um. Yes. Uh. Actually, I'm not. Sh- uh. Let me get my assistant to do that. I don't really know too much of the. You know the ins and this outs is of your the shop. doorknobs. I demand that is you as the leader of the shop show me. It's your. Well, it's I'm your the respons- collector. I'm the cursed curiosity. It's your responsibility. Um, okay, fine, let me try. Um, okay, uh, let me put this here, put it here, and he puts the doorknob on the floor, and then he pulls on it, and a door opens up. And you look down, and it's, like, just blackness. Um, and he's like, yep, that's about right. And he closes it. And he's like, yeah, so this basically, um, when you put it on a flat surface, or, like, a wall, or the floor, or anything... Uh, hinges appear and it opens like a door. So like, say if you were in your house, you could put it on your wall, open it, and then you'd get into the next room that's behind that wall. Pretty neat. But how about this regular doorknob? Oh yes, this. Re- <laughs> what does this regular one do? Well, actually, quite surprising. You you put it in a door and you turn and it opens. It needs the oh. door though, doesn't it? Yes, it needs a door. It needs a frame. It needs a hinge. There's a lot of extra pieces that you'd need to buy to make this specific doorknob work. The other one works just regardless. Mm. Pretty bad. I like to put effort into what I do. <laughs> really? Because it seemed like you didn't want to show me how the magical one works. Seems well, a lack of effort pants. there. You know, I'm one of those guys who just, like, does what he wants to do, you know? <laughs> like, No, I... I Actually, yes, I think I can agree with that. I do the same thing. You know what I'm talking about. Don't even pretend. (laughs) No, I I won't pretend anymore. You've been to places. (laughs) You've seen things. You've lived a life. You can't tell me you never just wanted to do something (laughs) that you wanted to do. It seems you've lived a life full of non-regrets. Actually, I have so many regrets. (laughs) (laughs) Specifically all the curses I have. Oh, well, that's regardless. I can only imagine with how much you procured here. Um, mm. I'll take the doorknob, the magical one. Oh, bad choice, but two hundo in my pocket now. There you go. Could I do a a package deal? Uh, no. <laughs> unless it's, it's actually it's a, a package. Vol- a value mark, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> Could I, if I? Unless you're actually buying a package. That is called deal. Then yes, I see but what no, you're saying. Otherwise, I, I see the immovable rod and the verdant gloves. Could I do okay. both of them for two hundred? No. <laughs> you're you're not willing to barter on any of it. I'll give you this regular doorknob though. <laughs> Please take it off my hand. Darian, that's the one I kind of wanted. Could you get that for me? Okay, okay, I'll take it for free. Um. No, no, no. Pay. No, I'm not taking it then. Okay, I'll take it back then. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, so go ahead, Darren. Um, if you're still deciding, I totally knew what I want. Yeah, you could go for it then. I was hoping you would be willing to discuss these things, but he doesn't seem to want to. You know, uh, all right, cool. Um, 
What is this uh, chest here that says void on it? Oh, don't open that one. That one's weird as whack. Well, when you say that, it makes me want to open it, though. That's the only problem. Okay, yeah, do it. 150 per pull. I don't know what's in that chest. Random things come out. It's a lot of fun. Well, you know, a little bit of chance never scared me. But I hand over full disclosure, oh. some people get pulled into it. That's not my bad. I still get the 150 up front, though. Where does it take you to? No clue. All right, let's do it. I hand over 150. Okay, okay. You are pulling from the void chest, which is a, a random chest. Even I don't know what item you're going to pull. Oh. I have a generator here. So you pull well, 150 gold. Yeah. I'm, you ready? Yeah, well, I'm basically planning on doing this three times. Oh, jeez. Okay. Uh, full disclosure, these might be the weirdest, most useless items. So, uh, here we go. Item number one. Oh, man. And I can just hear all my money just drain out of my bank account. Okay. You pull out some shin protectors. No! <laughs> <laughs> like soccer shin protectors. And, uh... You don't know what they do, but you hand them over to Valentine, and he's like, Oh, what a good find! This is incredible. I might even buy it off you. Uh, these shin protectors lead you to the nearest freshly dug grave whenever you see your crush. <laughs> <laughs> Think of all the uses. Do these, are these, are these magical in the, in the sense that they'll shrink down to fit whoever's wearing them probably not it just it just you it'll fit you though it looks like hmm. well i'll sell them to you for 160 gold what do you say oh no no i'll take that for a cool 20 <laughs> <laughs> no i'll keep them what 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 color are they they're white Ugh. i hope you could see that with your eyes <laughs> white. all right uh, you know do what? you want to buy pull from it as well Step right up! Alright. I'm well, the one gonna pull from the void chest. I was gonna go two more times, but. Um, <laughs> but remember, you can write it down. Make sure you note what it does. It le it'll let you find the nearest freshly dug grave whenever you see your crush. <laughs> like, as in as in the person you like the most. That's or so good. Romantically. Alright, well, who do I like? Okay. Alright, cool. Alright. Uh, Darian, you're up? Yeah. Are you ready? Yes. Reach in! You um, put, put your arm into the void chest and pull out a razor blade that is covered in human skin. What? It's a razor blade covered in human skin. Ah. And it, uh, he's like, oh, what a terrible find. Hopefully you don't get any curses from it. <laughs> um, but... This one specifically, I can tell that it splits into two copies of itself whenever you talk with your mouth full. What a good get! Uh, would you be willing to buy this off me? Nope, that's <laughs> human skin, baby. I don't, I don't mess with that. Oh my gosh, that's like so morbid. That's super disgusting. Ugh. Um, Someone put yeah, me in the gross. chest. I'll try to grab as many items as I can. Ooh, I'm down for that. I think that's a horrible idea, Zippy. I mean, most of your ideas are, are golden, but that one I feel like is asking for uh, that's that's asking for sit and death, probably. I know it doesn't seem too deep in there. Well, I could oh, I could probably stand on it and 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 
and be totally fine with my head sticking out. If you want to try, you can try. Oh, man. I'm, you have to pay 150 gold, though. I'm game if you are. <laughs> this, I, I, now, now that this is becoming more real, I'm a bit scared now. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, think about it. Think on it. And let's see what happens when we take another item out, and if it's any better, then maybe that's an incentive for you to go There's in. There's a bunch of razor blades in there. <laughs> Normandy. Multiplying. But human-skinned razor blades. Ugh. Okay, uh, Normandy, you're reaching in again? Yeah, I'll do it. Here's another 150. Okay. Rummaging uh, You reach in, and you pull out uh, a small cage about the size of your head. Just a, yeah, a small cage the size of your head. <laughs> oh, woo! That is a weird one. Um, this one specifically enchants your favorite object with a very minor ability whenever it isn't being looked at. What what uh, what ability? Do I can I choose? I have no clue. A random very minor one apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't ha- you cannot look at it though. And it only works on your favorite object when it's put in the cage. While it's in the cage or does it only get in Yeah. Huh. No, no, you put it in the cage. I th- okay, this is what I think. I think you put it in the cage. Your favorite object has to be your favorite, and only your favorite. Put it in the cage, uh, look away, and it, then when you look back, it should have a very minor ability attached to it. Norman, what's your, uh, what is your favorite object? Is it a pendant? Uh, yes. And I reach in, and I, I take my pendant out from underneath my shirt. I didn't know that you noticed it. Uh... Yeah, this this is my oldest possession. I saw it earlier, and I see that you keep it close to your chest, so I assumed it meant something to you. I was actually looks pretty heavy metal, dude. Rock on! Um, you know what? I'll I'll keep the cage. Thank you. And I put the the medal the pendant back under my shirt. Hmm, okay. Interesting um, idea, Connor. So, do you want to pull one more thing from this terrible void chest? This thing really sucks, but now I can't afford anything else I want, so let's do it. Here, um... <laughs> yeah, z- zi- uh, Zippy, are you still, uh, wanting <laughs> Terry, to go for you, Terry, you, you keep bringing this up. Hold your chair, guys. <laughs> Hold your horses. Let me do this one more thing. All right. Um, okay. You reach in, one, like, and you pull out... Sword. Come on. Okay, I have to Google this real quick because I don't even know what this is. No. Um, it's called. Man, if you have to look it up, I feel like that's bad news, man. I'm doomed. Okay, this is okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna change what it is because I don't even I can't even Google it. Okay, um, this is an explosive water bottle <laughs> that emits a thick fog covering a twenty foot radius whenever you bleed in daylight. <laughs> So wait, when, do, when does it explode? When you bleed in daylight. So, it so you just have to hold it at arm's length. If you'd all like time. to test, I think we have a razor blade. So like, if you <laughs> had that like attached to your belt, and then you got hit, Normandy, it would emit like a big smoke cloud for you to escape from. That actually has some good practice. That's what uses. I was. That's what I was thinking. That might actually not be too bad. But does it explode? It's like a water bottle filled with thick, thick fog. I keep it. Yeah, I, I love this one. Okay. All right, I'll I'll do one more. You guys love to gamble. <laughs> I love it. Poor choices were made today, boys. <laughs> oh, this okay. 
Um, you reach in. Oh, <laughs> and no. You you pull out a corset. Ooh. Oh um, <laughs> you pull out a corset, and he's like, "Oh, hot tamales! Yes, baby, this is a good one. You'll like this." Okay, the description I have for this one is that it is a corset that makes you switch between known languages with every sentence for 1D4 hours whenever you talk to a barkeep. <laughs> Perfect, man. Does, does he have to be wearing it? Oh, most definitely. Real <laughs> snug, too. <laughs> You have to have a good curve to get the languages out. You can pretend to be a foreigner, be a woman, go talk to a barkeep and get information that way. Look, uh, sir, would you be willing to purchase the two items that I've pulled from me? Um, not the razor blade one. That one's icky. But actually, maybe on second thought, I am a curiosity collector, so I'll take it off your hands. But the other one, I think it really suits your curves. Or will accentuate them um, at least. Think about it. Would you be willing to buy the corset for 30 gold? Yes. Perfect. <laughs> I'll keep the razor then. Um, in that case, I'm going to spend my last 280 on the immovable rod and the verdant uh, gloves. All right. So I'm now at absolute zero, boys. We you know what those rods do? I do. Good. All right. So anybody else want to buy anything? Do... Do we want to explain the rod for the listeners, however? Nope. I don't. <laughs> uh, but Seth will. Okay. Um, this flat iron rod <laughs> has a button on one end. Uh, so it's just a rod with a button. Uh, and you can use an action to press the button, which causes the rod to become magically fixed in a place. Until you or another creature uses an action to push the button again. The rod does not move, though. Like, it'll stay just, it defies gravity. It'll just stay there. And it can hold up to 8,000 pounds of weight. Uh, it's pretty insane. So yeah. that's what the immovable rod does. And the verdant gloves uh, just allow the bearer to cast druid craft once per day, which is a cantrip. Um, hey, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, please buy more. Did anybody want anything else? No, I'm good. I'm I'm all cleaned out, actually. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, will you come back? Uh, we'll see. I mean, if you could kind of, like, increase the odds of something good coming out of that chest, uh, most definitely. Hey, man, I don't even know what's in there. All right, cool, Is yeah. Be, are you sure you don't want to go for a little bit of a dip? No, uh, I think we're already running late for that funeral. Uh, I think maybe another, maybe another time. All right. Yeah, yeah let's what dip. What about you, little bunny? You gonna come back? I have your door number or we'll, doorknob. <laughs> door number. We'll we'll be back. We'll you know what? I'm All right, gonna go sick get something. Dude. I'm gonna go get my my other wallet from my horse. I'll be back. I'll I'll, I'll be back. Bye. I leave my wallets with my horses as well. I'm closing the door. Um. All right, and he's like, "Bye, please come back." And uh, you leave Valentine's shop, and Gilbert's like, "Sorry, boys, I did not think it would go like that. <laughs> I did not think it would be that uh, weird in there." Anyways, next up, if we're all done our shopping, we'll go investigate the key and then hit the funeral. Perfect. All right. Sounds like a plan. End of episode. That's where it ends. <laughs>